This edition of The Standard is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharma Dean Reed, founder and CEO of The Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June, 2024. Good luck. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm John Weeks and this is The Leader. Britain's energy regulator Ofgem has warned there's a possibility we could face a gas supply emergency this winter. In a letter shared online yesterday, it stated that there's a significant risk that gas shortages could occur this winter across Great Britain because of the war in Ukraine and shortages across Europe. Ofgem said if things get particularly bad, some gas-fired power stations could be asked to shut down, cutting energy supply to some customers. But in the letter, Ofgem said that it would protect power stations from millions of pounds in costs if they're unable to fulfil promises to supply electricity because of any future gas supply emergency. It's prompted concerns people and businesses could be asked to ration their gas and energy usage this winter to avoid blackouts. Joining me now is Carol Narclay, an energy economist and CEO of research and expertise company Crystal Energy. So, Carol, how likely is it we will see a gas supply emergency this winter? Well, first of all, this report should not have come as a surprise. I would say it it should have been done earlier because if you look at what's happening in Europe, you would have seen that the rest of European countries have been warning of these kind of uh, potential scenarios. They may happen, they may not, but one should be prepared for them. And I know that the UK is not as exposed to Russian gas as, say, Germany, but it is exposed to the same international gas market. So if Europe is moving away from Russian gas, they are looking for gas supplies coming from elsewhere. And that elsewhere is the same place where the UK is also looking for additional supplies because, yes, we have the North Sea in the UK, but that is not enough to meet the growth in demand. How likely that is? Well, I cannot put a probability for it because there is a big unknown factor that will determine the likelihood of that scenario, and that is primarily the weather, how cold winter is going to be. That's the first thing that we don't really know, but we should be prepared for the worst case scenario of a very cold winter. And that by itself creates, you know, puts that scenario as something that we cannot ignore. Hopefully it will not happen. But because of the current situation, international gas markets, everybody is competing for the same supplies. The UK will either has to really work hard to find additional supplies or it will have to face that scenario. But I cannot tell you how probably it is because of the cold weather, whether it's going to be too cold or too warm. But I wouldn't bet on the weather to decide whether it's likely or not. And I understand this has prompted worries about potential blackouts across Britain. What would it take for that to happen and what would that process look like? 
Blackouts, you know, I've been hearing about blackouts in the UK for years and if not decades, and they never, they did not really happen on a wide scale. They may, they, I'm sure that they happened occasionally, but not really on a wide scale. Thank goodness for that. But they cannot be ruled out today because of the tight market conditions. And with tight, I mean that there is demand for gas and demand for gas becomes stronger during winter because we use gas for heating our houses, for example. So there is this potential increase in demand in a world where additional supplies don't come suddenly to the market. It's not like you open the tap and you close it. It takes time for new supplies to come to the market. So the situation in the market is pretty tight. Everybody wants all the gas that you can find out there, let's say from European countries, that is not Russian gas. And that by itself creates tightness in supply. So if the UK is facing the potential of lack of supplies available, then I'm afraid in the light of a higher demand that could force, and we saw in the report, the letter by Ofgem, that they could call for an emergency plan whereby supplies to the biggest gas users, which are the power generators, to reduce supplies to them, and that could lead to blackouts. And could people and businesses actually be asked to ration their gas and energy usage? I think the UK is well behind other European countries in terms of calling for businesses and households to reduce their consumption for gas. So some countries have introduced compulsory measures, others have been calling for it and leaving it to households and businesses to take measures to reduce their consumption. So whether the UK introduces compulsory rationing in the country or not. I think the key factor today is to keep on warning of this worst case scenario and ask everybody to take measures to reduce their gas consumption. And I promise you there's plenty of room that, you know, where we can take advantage of the current crisis to to reconsider the way we consume energy and reduce the consumption of gas irrespective of whether the government introduces rationing or not. Though we heard from the current government that this is not on the agenda, but in the worst case scenario, you cannot really rule it out. Is there anything that can be done in the short term to avoid a gas supply emergency this winter? The answer would reside more in the demand, which is consumption, than in additional supplies. Uh, because additional supplies will not just fall from the sky. You have, of course, you have more supplies coming probably from the Middle East and North America. But I would say your biggest bet should be on consumption. You should repeatedly call on households and businesses to reconsider their energy consumption behavior and then try to do something about it and reduce that because I think that would be the saving grace for this winter. Let's take a break now. In part two, Simon cran McGrean from the Energy and Climate Intelligence Unit gives us an idea of how tough this winter could be for Britain. This gas crisis is so severe and it is worse than anyone envisages. It's beyond anyone's worst planning assumptions that unfortunately this winter will be bumpy. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Joining me now is Simon Cran-McGrean, Head of Analysis at the Energy and Climate Intelligence Unit. So, Simon, what do you make of this warning from Ofgem that we could see a gas supply emergency this winter? This is uh, definitely something that's a real risk this winter. And Ofgem is, is right to flag this. It's worth remembering the very obvious point that all these risks we're facing this winter are because of the gas crisis. That's gas that we use in heating and in industry, and also gas that we use for electricity, where we generate about 40% of our power from gas. And I'd also like to say at the outset that this gas crisis is making for very worrying times for households and organisations. Uh, people are struggling with, with bills. Energy bills for homes have doubled uh, since last winter, and organisations are facing similar uncertainty and high costs. So talk of gas shortages and power cuts this winter is really uh, adding to concern at the moment. So Ofgem and others in the industry are absolutely right uh, to raise these points and be honest about them. Ofgem has said it's because of the war in Ukraine and gas shortages in Europe. But there has been some criticism of how the UK manages its energy sources and things like storage. Would you say we're in a good position as a country in terms of energy security compared with others? We do have some weaknesses in terms of energy security. And this is, in my view, largely because of some of the history of how we've moved in our gas journey. So the UK started out then last century being totally gas uh, self-sufficient. And we didn't really need gas storage. We could essentially just turn the taps up in the North Sea a bit if we needed to. But then as we, as we began to run out of gas in the North Sea and began to import quite a lot, government left it to industry to decide how to, to manage this. Um, and whether to build more storage. And they took decisions not to build more storage. The view was that they could import plenty of gas on ships as as LNG um, or get it from from Norway and other links. So we don't have much gas storage because of those commercial decisions. You compare it to somewhere like Germany, Germany can store enough gas to last for several months. And indeed, it's worked very hard this summer to save as much gas as possible, store it, and it now has its storage at around about 90%. So it's doing... Uh, much better in, in that in that sense in terms of security. I'd also say that other countries in Europe have made better preparations this summer in terms of getting themselves into the right mindset for the winter. So we've seen uh, a lot of European countries making very public efforts to save energy. For example, turning off lighting on monuments. Now that's not going to save much in itself, but it's very symbolic and it gets people thinking, well, what can I do to save energy? That's it. You mentioned the government there. Do you think the public messaging of that sort starting now would have that same effect or is it too late for that kind of thing? I think it would certainly help even down at this later stage. I would also note, of course, that we are seeing many households and businesses struggling uh, with the cost of energy and using less as a result. Now, that is not the sort of preparation we want to see. That is, you know, people really struggling. There'll be negative health impacts from people who can't afford to heat their homes adequately. So there is that tragedy happening already because of the price. But in terms of actual sensible energy efficiency, where you're not, not coming to any harm, but just 
doing things more sensibly, uh, you know, turning off lighting and appliances when you don't need it, trying to move some of your demand away from peak times, something we sometimes call demand-side response. Now, that's a very, very positive step that households and businesses can take because often the biggest pressure for gas and electricity is at those peak times, particularly around dinner and evening time in the winter months. One of the propositions we've had from this new government, from Liz Truss, to sort of boost our energy security is to do more fracking for shale gas. Now, in theory, that's sort of a natural storage of gas in the country. Could that actually help the situation? I'm afraid shale gas is a total red herring. The actual amount of gas that could be extracted Every time experts do another survey, the number goes down. And the time it would take to actually get any of these wells working, yeah, it's not going to be available for this winter. It would take years to get the industry to any sort of scale. And even then, there are so many unanswered questions about how much gas would actually be available. There's large-scale public opposition to, to fracking, with twice as many people opposing it as supporting it. And it would have no effect on the price because the price of gas is set internationally. So really, it's a complete distraction. And the other side of the argument, you have obviously green energy, solar farms, wind farms. Is any new form of energy generation in the short term likely to take too long for this winter? Is, is there any way, for example, you could slap up a wind farm in the next couple of months that could actually help us with our energy security this year? So certainly renewables are much faster to get in place. Once you have permissions and you've got your contracts in place, a solar farm can be put up in a matter of weeks or, or a couple of months. A wind farm will typically take a bit longer, perhaps a year or two. And there are a number of projects in the pipeline. So there is potential to bring some renewables online pretty quickly, possibly to have some effect this winter. But unfortunately, this gas crisis is so severe and it is worse than anyone envisages, it's beyond anyone's worst planning assumptions, that unfortunately this winter will be bumpy. But in terms of how we get out of this crisis and how we make next winter better, then absolutely, the faster we can deploy renewables, uh, the better. It means we use less gas, so we're less dependent on imports. It means the electricity price will be lower. And the other uh, strand of it, of course, is energy efficiency, particularly insulation. Because the UK is infamous for having some of the worst housing stock in Europe. So there are things that the government could be uh, pursuing right now to have a small effect this winter and build up over the next year to have a bigger effect the winter after. And on and on you go. So we're getting ourselves out of this crisis and we're protecting ourselves from any future gas crisis by using less of it. And with all these warnings about gas supply potential blackouts, do you think people should be worried going into the colder months? So one of the guiding principles in the energy sector is that you protect supply to households above all else. That is the last resort. So there are all sorts of mechanisms in place, first of all, for a national grid to procure more gas to try and balance and to procure more electricity generation. If that fails and there isn't enough, then it has contracts with big users of gas and electricity to cut their demand particularly at peak times. That's called demand-side response, as I mentioned earlier. So you're moving your demand for gas and electricity to other times of day. If things got more severe and there had to be what you might call rationing, then again, that would focus on big customers, customers who have the, the ability to move their demand around and who have staff on hand who can understand the, the commercial arrangements and the technical requirements to do that effectively. Cuts for, for households, that is an absolute last resort. And 
there is so much more can be done before that's even a risk. So yes, these are worrying times. This gas crisis continues to startle all of us in just how severe it is and just how disruptive it's being. But households can be assured that government and industry do all they possibly can to ensure a security supply for households. There's more news, interviews and analysis in the Evening Standard newspaper and at standard.co.uk. That's The Leader. Thanks for listening. We're back tomorrow afternoon at four o'clock. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.